Hey, everybody, it's Billy Wayne. Thank you. First of all, thank you for listening. I know you're trying to get in that vibe right now, but give me 25 seconds to take care of some business. First of all, we have a Patreon. Uh, we have cool tiers. We have very affordable tiers. Everything is good to go. And follow us on our Instagram at Grown Local Pod if that's your thing, or on Twitter at Grown Local Pod One or some shit like. Just, just look up Grown Local, and that's just that's all the business we need to take care of. Just hit us up if you have any questions. Grown Local Pod at Gmail dot com, and you guys subscribe. And hit like hit do the thing that the kids do that make it the algorithm make us rich. Come on, do it. All right, now light it up. Here comes that theme song. Relax. Those beats mean you're now listening to the very real people in places that supply your high. This is Grown Local with Billy Wayne Davis and Mike McGowan. Do you recognize that laugh? I bet our guest recognizes that laugh. I know he can't hear it, but it is cool. It's still cool. Who's laugh? Me? You asking me if I recognize it? (laughs) See, that's perfect. Yes. Do you, could you hear it? No, not... The laugh at the end? No, I could not. Okay. No, this is a part... It was Redbeard. Oh, I would recognize Redbeard's laugh for sure. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I know that laugh in and out. I hear it when I close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> He's, oh, you guys, that's our, that's our guest this week. His, uh, he is born and raised Humboldt County resident. Yep. Now he and I are neighbors. From we live in Los Angeles now, but uh, uh, Mr. Cornell Reed, comedian extraordinaire. You do other stuff, but I think comedian. Like when people ask like what I do, I'm just like just say comedian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's comedian slash anything that they'll give me any money for doing. I'll mow your lawn. Yeah. I'll paint your house, but. <laughs> But I'll do it funny, so I'm technically comedian. Lots of slapstick, just paint going everywhere. (laughs) What a witty painter. No one's ever said that. No one's ever said that. That house painter. Usually I think Uh, that dude's high. Yeah, they've been like, hey, that house painter talks too much. Yeah, that guy talks too much. He thinks he's clever, that guy who paints the house. He thinks he's clever. Yeah, why does that guy keep talking to us? It's just colored water. What is he doing? Yeah, it's really, It's. I think he's got the job down and he seems bored. <laughs> yeah. He just gave me his headshot. I did him, okay, when I first moved, this really happened. When I first moved here, I did. I was a mover in New York City for a while when I lived there. It was really good money. And it was like physical labor, and you get to go in these cool buildings and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was like, at the time, it was like a perfect gig. But then I, when I moved to L.A., I was like, oh, I'll get a moving job. It's just, and it's not the same money, and people are shitty. Mm-hmm. And like one of the first things I was on, one of the dudes I was working with like handed this lady his headshot. That we're and I was like, oh man, this is. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! Good for him, man. The lady was like super nice. She was like, "Thank you so much." 
because she had mentioned she worked for somebody. But she didn't say what she, you know, it was just yeah. like, you could work for Universal and you're just like, yeah, I do accounting. For you. you know right. what I mean? Like, I'm a CPA and you're like, here's your headshot. And you're like, cool, I'll just <laughs> count it. I'm in the mail room. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. It was... <laughs> That's incredible, man. I mean, good for him though for having the balls to do that. A lot of people wouldn't have, you know, the wouldn't ask someone that would really needed it. You know, I bet that guy. He didn't ask. He just handed. He didn't say anything. He just handed it to him. Incredible, man. It was incredible. Like I was like, because you know, I could see like, hey, they've got a rapport, and he's like, oh, I act on the side. <laughs> He just cold walked up to her and was like, ma'am. I was like, man, I don't think that's how any of this works. That, that was Adam Driver. <laughs> <laughs> was he able to at least like palm the photo and be like a slick handshake type of thing? It was not. No, it was not smooth. I noticed it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't palm an eight and a half by 11 headshot. <laughs> No, it was not smooth. It was, I didn't even. Also, he pulled him out of nowhere. I was like, have you had those with us all day? Like, it's weird. He starts stuffing them into each box, too. <laughs> I didn't, it was like the whole. And then I found out that the owner of the place was like stiffing us tips. This was all within one week. Wow. Like one week, all this happened. Like the first week I really like got here and was like trying to settle in. And I was like, oh, I got a decent. And then, this is the best, though. I had to quit because I was like, dude, those are our tips. And he's like, no, that's not how that works here. And I was like, mm. then I'm not, that's not how I'm going to work. <laughs> yeah. And then, fast forward like a month and a half. This is a fun thing about L.A. That dude showed up to some show I was on, and he was trying to get time. That guy that oh man! Oh my God! Everyone that worked was like, I just oh, I just walked over to the I forget who the producer was. I was like, don't ever that person. I told him the story. They're like, oh, we'll never book them ever. <laughs> oh my God! Now the guy's shadow banned, and he thinks he's he's an incel now. Probably. <laughs> it's, uh, he was already. That dude's already an incel. <laughs> cancel <laughs> culture early on in your LA career. <laughs> It wasn't. No, it was just. It was just very much like. Oh, remember when you took money from me? All right. A lot of people know. Humboldt, did you live anywhere else? Or did you move from Humboldt County to Los Angeles? <laughs> That's exactly what I did. That's exactly what wow. I did. Yeah, I wanted to go to a big city. I knew I was interested in entertainment. And um, I could only apply to Cal State universities. Uh, I never took like okay. the ACT or something like that. And so, uh, and I also didn't get accepted to many. And so I got accepted to Northridge and... Was like that's close to LA, 
And uh, yeah, it is LA, yeah, kind of. Kind of. It doesn't feel like it when you're going to school there. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I just went. I went straight to CSU Northridge from high school, and I've been here ever since. You didn't go back. You were like, "This is the spot." Even in Northridge, you were like, "This is." All this concrete is better than all those trees. <laughs> um, I'm starting to realize now that that is not the case. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it too. Yeah. Um, yeah, trees are a lot prettier than cockroaches on a sidewalk. Um, Smell better too. But uh, yeah, I was just excited to have stuff to do for once. I think that's. Oh, no, I get it. I'm from a, the, the same. I get it completely where you're just like, I'm making fun of just that total difference no i get it where i was the same way i remember people crying at graduation and me being very confused as to why they were upset (laughs) yeah yeah i mean my parents grew up in chicago too and they would always talk about chicago and stuff like that and it was like i would visit my family and stuff in big cities and i was like man i want to be a i want to be a city folk do you but were you did you feel that way in humboldt your whole life uh yeah i knew i wanted to get out yeah for sure but did you dig it oh i love growing up there yeah absolutely and i always love going back to humboldt i mean it's it's the best i mean i think actually i remember when i went to la for college the first time i came back i saw the redwoods and i was like oh yeah this isn't how everywhere in the world looks (laughs) this is like yeah a, a unique place actually and it's pretty fucking cool and um, so then I, I, I was like, well, I started to really appreciate being there because, yeah, like, yeah. you know, growing up there, I thought that's just how everywhere looked. Wow. I never thought of that aspect of it. It's just that just kind of getting because everyone we talk to has such a deep like love because everyone still lives there, I guess, <laughs> yeah. that we yeah. talk to. And then you <laughs> you don't. So you've got this thing where you're just like, I, us is all right for a while, but then I had to leave to appreciate it. And it's like, so many people are like, my yeah. car broke down and now I live here. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's, that's a lot of people. I think a lot of people that still live there don't even appreciate it because they've never been out. I mean, I, I had a friend who went to San Francisco for the first time when he was like 24 years old. Yeah. It was the first time to anywhere that wasn't Humboldt. And he was just Ooh. driving around and he was screaming. He's like, it's like fucking Grand Theft Auto here, dude. I hate it. Get me the, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> and he left and he hasn't been back. For like, He went back like maybe like four years later. He went back to San Francisco one more time. It's crazy. But it was too much? The <laughs> culture shock was too much? Yeah, yes. It was sensory overload, dude. Just going from... I mean... San Fran's a... I mean, to be fair, though, that's like a big... If you've never been outside that curtain and then you roll into San Francisco... Yeah, I could see where you're like, I'm just... I'm going to the woods again because it's... <laughs> I mean, I grew up... I grew up in Philadelphia, and when I first came to San Francisco and was in the mission, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but I think if he was really scared, he could have just gone to, like, Golden Gate Park and, you know, found his people and then felt <laughs> cooled off for a little bit. Because, I mean, in terms of big cities, San Francisco's got a lot of Humboldt, the Humboldtians 
roaming around, you know? Yeah, for sure. And it's like, it's a. Yeah, but I mean, I know dudes like that I grew up with that are just like, they they go to Knoxville. Yeah. And that's where they go. And that's not like, that's for like Christmas shopping and shit, or maybe like a Tennessee football game. Yeah. But then they're mad at the way city people do everything. And you're like, well, it's just a different existence, man. <laughs> right. It's like, it's not bad. It's just different. And they're like, no, we think uh, just it. all of it. And you're like, all of it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. People up there hate Los Angeles. Hate it with a passion. So for the inverse, though, your parents came from Chicago to Humboldt. What was that for? Mm-hmm. Like, were they just like, I don't like cities. I want redwoods. Yeah, they were. They wanted to move somewhere on the coast, um, and more rural. And my dad was a doctor, so he wanted. He was a dermatologist. He wanted to find a place to open up a practice. And um, they went up there in Washington for a little while, and then someone was like, they had friends who lived in Humboldt. They're like, come visit here, and they went and visited there. There was no dermatologist in Humboldt <laughs> at all. Um, <laughs> there's like two there's like two shamans every block but no dermatologist and so um, not even for like scabies and stuff like that like you <laughs> i don't know dude i don't know what they did um but uh yeah so he just opened up the practice there and just like <laughs> put some kale on it yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I really have no idea what they did. But, um, yeah, he opened up the practice there, and that's where they stay their whole life, the rest of their lives. That's so smart and interesting to be like, I mean, this town doesn't have any of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. It was. And, and looking around, like, they need some of me. <laughs> yeah. This is rough. Yeah. <laughs> People with adult acne and just fucking psoriasis and stuff rolling around, trying to grow in weed. Yeah. And just, like, different different skin infections from different vines they've wallered <laughs> in on accident. Just... There's <laughs> so like the more like skin stuff you're like oh man and Humboldt is just endless like I'm sure he's like there's stuff that's not in books I've seen here yeah oh yeah I wouldn't doubt it he's like we I worked on a Bigfoot I swear to God he was a Bigfoot <laughs> yeah man so the pride of Humboldt you guys talked about that the Bigfoot footage you shot up up there in Orland we didn't realize that until we were on our way back from visiting that farm and we we're just looking at those like what else is here and then that video shows up yeah and I was like, oh this is but that was a dude in a suit right because that's what my son said when i was bragging <laughs> to him about it i was like we were yeah i think i think he some guy on his deathbed said it was him in a suit but i don't know i, I don't know man but that'd be that's it's the vibe got i got one out there I, mean... I was like I mean, if I was at my end of the rope and like I was about to pass from the mortal coil and I didn't really do any cool shit, I would just start taking. (laughs) I'd be like, yeah, I was Bigfoot. Yeah, that was me. Don't forget about me. I'm out. But it was, it wasn't just a random dude. It was one of the dudes from the footage. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, it wasn't just some guy who was dying. <laughs> Cornell knew him. Yeah, I'm sure that also happened many times. <laughs> yeah, I bet that he was like, I'm an alien. Like, All right, <laughs> but I got the same vibe like when I was out there. I got that vibe where I was like, I mean, there probably is a Bigfoot out here in the Northwest. I do believe that. Maybe somewhere in Appalachia just because it gets dense. But... I also like got that same vibe when we were in Orleans that it was just like, oh, I know mountain people's sense of humor, and this is stuff that they think is funny, is doing stuff like making, like, we'll make a video, and these idiots will think there's a big, Bigfoot out here. Yeah. We, we, got, we got time. We already watered stuff. <laughs> yeah, but that suit is crazy. I mean, if they're just doing that as a joke, that's a, an amazing suit they got. <laughs> you know, like that's a lot of preparation put into just trying to to mess with us, you know. But well, that's how we figured out they're serial killers. It's like that suit was made of pubic hair, and like, yeah, it took a long <laughs> time, a lot of pubic, a lot of hitchhikers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's so many hikers you have to kill, and like, and like, and I'll be honest, it got really hard. The more closer to modern, because they started shaving a lot, so it wasn't not up in Humboldt. It was a long way. I, <laughs> that's true. I I say uh, it's like hard to make that soup, but that's only because that's stuff like I've read in like Bigfoot articles and stuff. I don't really know what it takes to to make or buy a Bigfoot suit, but. Uh, also, like, I don't know how those experts can tell either. That footage is from, like, the 40s or some shit, and it's like a home video camera. How the hell do they know what's going on? Or how far he was or anything. Like, like have, all Yeah, like, have you watched a basketball game from the early 2000s? It looks horrible. You can't even <laughs> tell what players what, where the ball is. Like, you're telling me you can tell that from 1940s Bigfoot home video footage? Get out of here. That is a solid point. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Um, I I do because I want to believe. You know what I mean? Um, if I ha- if I yeah. if I had to give you an absolute answer, I would say uh, unlikely. But but I want I want to. <laughs> we didn't make you say that. You didn't have to say. <laughs> no, that. You're right. <laughs> I mean, I haven't heard a better <laughs> yeah. answer than that for religion. So I think we're good with that answer for Bigfoot. So. Do you know what Redbeard told us? What? That Bigfoot only lives in the fourth dimension. That's yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It's it it bo- it like it made me laugh because I was like when he said it, but. It has stuck with me in a way that I'm um, I'm getting more comfortable with. But like for the last two weeks, I'm like, I think you might be right, and I, it's starting to bug me a little bit. Dude, my it's a trip. Actually, my dad's cousin wrote a book about Bigfoot, and um, that would be your cousin. He's your cousin too. He's my cousin once removed, right? No, he's just your cousin. My dad's cousin is also your cousin once removed. I don't. I don't. Why do you say once removed? Just say that's he's my cousin too. Because he's a he's a he's more of an uncle than a cousin. He's my dad's age. But old people can be your cousins. Do you have a bunch of old cousins? Yeah, dude. I mean, really? On the East Coast, people we're not even related to. We just call them our cousins. Like, oh yeah, that's my cousin. <laughs> okay. My 
Like, Mike uh, says I'm the your East principal. Coast. When he says the East Coast, he means New Jersey, and it's not the East That's Coast. The most it's a very East particular Coast. place. Ill. <laughs> yeah, Mike. Mike will say the whole, or he'll say Philly, and what he means is New Jersey, but the Philadelphia side of New Jersey. <laughs> nah, it doesn't. No. No, that's like the north. That's like, oh yeah, Northridge. It's L.A. It's like even Cornell's like, ah, oh, it's not. It's just not. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Trust me, it's not. Um, I spent three years there, and then I dropped out. <laughs> um, but uh, hey, <laughs> me too. Um, my so my cousin, as Billy would call him, um, he wrote. <laughs> I don't know why I went off on that. I'm so sorry. Like. <laughs> He's uh he wrote a book on Bigfoot and um about like where to find him and where to look for him and stuff and he that was the conclusion he wrote the same the same thing fourth dimension he's like a time traveler or she they you know I don't want to gender man your cousin sounds fucking fun dude he's amazing he also cooks bugs he's been on Conan for cooking bugs he's a wild it's, dude where's he live he lives in uh, Washington. That, tra- so, that tracks. Yeah, yeah. Like, like somewhere in the middle where it gets weird. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So just, With his mm-hmm. wife, who's a painter. Yeah. Just, just to throw in some gardening nerd knowledge, bugs are actually really high in protein, and it's actually really great for plants because the shells are made out of chitin, which um, are fantastic. It's the same thing as uh, shellfish and other things like that. So the plants are able to metabolize it better and uh, help build their cell walls how if they eat the bugs what are you talking about if the bugs break down and you feed them to the plants but yes carnivorous plants also right 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 gotcha no you just take you just catch a bug and you just (laughs) shove it in (laughs) put it in a rose and try and close the rose around it eat it eat your bug it's good for you Um, yeah, they're like the most sustainable protein ever, too. We should all be eating bugs we, all the time. We will. I mean, McDonald's food, I'm pretty sure, is probably just bugs. A lot of it is. Well, there's like a, an amount of... What do you mean you're pretty sure? What's that What's that mean? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the same way as I know that uh, Bigfoot's from the fourth dimension. is What I'm saying is in this post-apocalyptic world, I'm pretty sure that most of these meat products that we're eating... Are actually bug protein, just kind of like smush. I'm okay with that. Yeah, why not? That, that that doesn't. I mean, yeah, I was raised on a farm. It doesn't bug me at all. None of that shit does. Yeah, especially they're like, do you know how animals are raised? I was like, fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> and they're mean, and sometimes you gotta punch them. <laughs> yeah, there's like um, I think there's like a, a limit to what foods uh, the amount of bugs can be in what foods, yes, you know, that is true. So like peanut butter is like really high. There's... A bunch of bugs getting peanut butter and also rats too. Oh, My mom worked for Campbell soup for a while. And like, there's a certain amount oh, of like rats and all other types of animals that like fall into the vats and shit like that, that they're allowed to have. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking about today. Actually, if something gross happens right like you get one of those campbell soups with a rat in it and you eat it and you're fine you're totally fine and healthy afterwards 
You don't know. Like, is that even gross? No. Is it gross if it makes you sick? If it doesn't make you sick? Uh, all right, I okay. got one for you. Okay. And I don't know if I've <laughs> okay, told this on a good. podcast. I've told it recently, but I've recently been admitting it. Uh, I was, I was staying with a, a comic friend of mine, and she was living with like this hippie couple or whatever, and. We hung out and had fun and blah, 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 but we drank and stuff. And then everybody went to bed, and I was, like, hungry. So I went up, and I thought they had (laughs) what was just terrible bread. Just terrible, just, like, dry bread. You know how hippies just eat the – you know what I'm talking about. We're just like, God, this is – this is barely edible. Like, God, just – well, there are better ways to do this. You know, I'm drunk and just – I ate the whole thing because I was just hungry. And then the next day, I get up, and everybody's, like, fixing breakfast and stuff. And the hippie lady just goes, where are my sponges? And I was like, no, oh, I ate. Oh, God. <laughs> I ate two sponges. I thought it was Dave's killer uh, bread. I didn't know what though. <laughs> it's... And since eating those sponges, like, I've always been like, this bread's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, now you got a now you got a taste for sponges. You're eating sponge I, sandwiches. I appreciate the worst bread possible. Now you you know what it does. It tastes like a sponge, just a dirty hippie sponge. That's incredible, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, see, so we're pretty resilient creatures. I think I just I didn't say anything. I just just kind of quietly was like, ah, that's. That's a tough one. No, that's, that's a tough one to realize. That's when you hold inside and live with that shame. You can't be like, "Oh, I ate those." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a real weird conversation. Where are my sponges? Like, oh, funny story. I thought since you're a dirty hippie that you just have disgusting food laying around everywhere, and I ate two of your sponges. <laughs> Thanks for letting me stay at your house. Anyway, that was a, that seems like it would happen in Humboldt, but I forget where it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what was like? So your dad was a doctor. You're the first person too that's like their their parents are like real people that live there too. They're not like wood creatures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you notice that growing up? Did, were you aware that they're like? Well, like you said, you just thought everyone grew up like that. But, I mean, you had to be aware that, like, not everywhere has this much weed and drugs. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I knew that. I knew that. Like, weed was um, was plentiful in, in Humboldt County. You figure real real early that it's Humboldt and, like, it's that's what it's only known for. Like, it's the only place in the, where you, you go anywhere in the world you say... You know, you say the county before you say what city you're from because everyone knows the county. No one has any idea about Arcata or Eureka or any of that shit, you know? So, um, <laughs> yes. So you, you learn that real early, and then you have, you know, kids in, and then in high school and stuff. You know, I had kids who were getting caught with like pounds in their backpack and stuff like that, just doing stupid, just like to show off or something. I don't know. But, um, there, yeah, you know, 
Yeah. Yeah. You get to like bring their dad's pound of weed to school to show someone or something like that and get busted. Um, what would happen to them? Because it, that's like some that would happen a lot, I guess. Yeah. Well, I, the one story, the one kid I'm thinking of now, I, he definitely didn't get expelled. <laughs> um, and, I mean, I don't know if he even got suspended, to tell you the truth. Probably a stern talking to and sent home. Um, They're like they were just like, dude, you can't just no, not here. Yeah, no. There's people legit yeah, in prison much. for years for that, and they're like, ah, it's all right, you won't get suspended. Dude, well, I was just thinking, like, if someone in my high school got caught with a pound of weed, like, I would be like cry laughing on the floor, like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever. They're gonna go to jail forever. That's the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. I mean, we thought it was dumb. I'll, I'll tell you that much. We did think that kid was dumb. Um, but yeah, I mean, but it was like in high school, we had like I remember my sophomore year. My friend's um, older sister, she was the valedictorian and like senior class president. And you would see her every day. We had off campus lunch. So at lunchtime, she'd be in the car with her friends and you see someone, she'd pull a bong out while driving on campus still (laughs) and start smoking a bong as she's driving away. (laughs) And she's our valedictorian. I don't know what that says about Humboldt in terms of, or her. Um, but it was just like, you know what it says? It says that weed ain't what people, what the government <laughs> wants you to think it is. Yeah. It, it doesn't make you dumb. It doesn't make you dumb. That's for sure. I mean, it, my, my, it might immediately after you smoke it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we had, I mean that, but she was leaving, she was leaving school. <laughs> so she's cool. She was fine. Yeah. She had a good hour. To get her wits back about her and come back. But that was, yeah, that was going on all the time. I remember, I mean, I would do that. My my senior year, I remember before school, I would go off with a couple of buddies. We had art, we had art class, first period. Oh, yeah. And so, oh, man. <laughs> so it was a dream. We'd just go get super baked and stroll into art class um, and do like a draw. I draw a sneaker for like a semester or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> and and, um, and uh, then uh, the only downside was my second period class was calculus. So I went straight from art into calculus and I was still, you know, high out of my brains. Um, and so that was, I got, I got like a, I think I got a C in both of them actually. So I don't know. I don't know. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I passed them both. That's a good balancing. Yeah. I think a C in art means you're probably pretty good at art. You know, it pretty good artist in that class. I learned that I'm actually, I got pretty, pretty good at drawing. I liked it. Do you still draw? Do you draw to the trees of Humboldt? <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't, man. I can't. That's the thing with Humboldt. You growing up there, all that stuff is like been is so cliche and it's so tired. Like the Humboldt gear with like the it just says Humboldt in cartoony letters with a bunch of redwood trees around it and stuff like that. Oh, I got a sweatshirt last time <laughs> I was there. I got it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they're like they they're everywhere. Those Humboldt apparel stores are everywhere up there. And um and it's just like it's so corny, and they try and make it. 
you know, it'll look like Mountain Dew logo, but it'll say Mountain Life or something like that. And like, <laughs> just trying to glorify all these growers. And it's just so corny. It's so corny, but it's huge up there. Well, it's a, it's a sp- unique place. So they got to be a Jedi. It is, but you just wish they would do something like original. We don't need eight shops <laughs> selling hoodies that say Mountain Life or whatever, you know, or Kusha Cola or whatever the fuck they do. This is like all so stupid. I'm pretty sure that's how they're laundering money. Sasquatching. <laughs> you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. Every business is a front in Humboldt. <laughs> Every single one. The courthouse is a front. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, yeah. So do you know people like like that grew up there that didn't go into marijuana or cannabis? Sorry, I know we're trying to change it. Um that are just like just like normal people in Humboldt that are just like, yeah, it's just where I live, but yeah, there's a lot of nonsense here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know friends, most of my friends who grew up there, at least, you know, would work during harvest season or something, go up and and do some trimming, make some fast cash. Uh, Some tried to grow for a little while, but everyone like, you know, it's such an easy way to you think to make money. Um, mostly everyone would try it at some point and then fail and be like, oh shit, wait, this is hard and illegal and (laughs) it sucks. (laughs) But, um, I have a lot of friends. I, yeah, I have a friend up there who's, um, uh, a lawyer. I I have a few friends who are lawyers, a few friends who are doctors up there. Um, a guy who works at a mill yard. Um, yeah, yeah. That's fucking work. (laughs) That is work. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and he's been there since like high school, dude. He's just moving up the ranks of Milliard. That's the same guy who freaked Whoa. out in San Francisco, by the way. So, <laughs> I don't know. Those two things go together, but <laughs> um, oh, I yeah, yeah. I got a lot of. I mean, there's a lot of people I know up there who who aren't in the weed business. Most of my friends, really. What is the perception, like? But I'm sure, like they have, you have to accept it on some degree because it is most of the economy. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I don't. Th- no one really has a problem with people growing weed up there. I think it's part of the history and the economy, and it's part of what uh, does make Humboldt so sp- so special. Just a part. It's the one it's known for, but but um, it's just a, a a part of it, you know. Um, but, but, uh, yeah, I mean, this, the, the problems are when like, you know, people rent a house out and just pour soil on the floor and just stick some plants in. And now all of a sudden, like, you know, this, these 80 year old ladies have just like, you know, a fucking weed farm right next to them. <laughs> and these people who own the houses, like, you know, are just get their whole property ruined. Cause they would literally do that. Just fucking pour soil on the floor and start an ingro- indoor grow up right there um really yeah yeah dude it's nuts it's so stupid there's a but see that's the thing because what the f- how do you it, that's i've got so many i know it, so do i but that's the thing because of the stigma of it being this great weed place where you can grow the best weed and get 
rich growing weed. It brings a lot of stupid people up who are looking to make a quick buck and who are assholes, you know, and just want to do it the quickest, dumbest way possible, pretty much, you know? So you get a lot of stories like that. A lot of people just like damming up creeks on their own and stuff like that to like um, get the water in for their farms and and uh, polluting creeks and doing all sorts of terrible shit, you know. And that's the stuff yeah. that people people really don't like. I mean, if you're doing everything right, um, even if it's not above board, because this hasn't been above board for years, you know. But that's fine, you know. It's it's cool to go to. You go to a restaurant around October and you'd see this guy taking 30 people out of dinner paying in cash. You're like, that's cool, you know? He looks like... That is cool. He looks like the scuzziest guy you've seen in the world. He's wearing like the, a Carhartt covered in dirt. His hands are filthy, <laughs> but he's just got a fucking stack of clean hundreds he's breaking off for the bill. It's like, that's great. I was going to say, where I'm from, motherfucker wearing the dirtiest overalls got the most cash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's true in Humboldt around October, for sure. Yeah. So then what was it like when you left there and came down to L.A.? Like, were people automatically like, hey, you got the hookup? What's going on? Or, like, was it just stupid jokes mostly? Um, It was a little bit of both. I think people were definitely looking for me to hook them up and to, like, drive weight down to their friend and stuff like that. Um, And I... <laughs> yeah exactly are you going a lot of are you going just south? like some dude i i had one class with in high school all of a sudden just being like you want to drive down 15 pounds to san diego <laughs> like no <laughs> what are you crazy you know um so there's a lot of that <laughs> yeah you're going that yeah, way dude what's the problem that. um and and then other people asking me to bring weight to them and there was a little while where i was um i tried for a little bit i think i I did it like two or three times to have someone mail me down some uh it was just it was keef who made me down like a pound (laughs) of keef holy shit (laughs) <laughs> man that's that's even kind of yeah. dumber no offense i know because that looks like straight heroin i know, I know. but it's it like reeks of weed heroin. so i think it's pretty clear <laughs> um this heroin smells like pot, <laughs> um, <laughs> smells like pot. i did uh, not on no, the wrong good. mic it was a good line you gotta get We're it from both <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, I did it like, did it maybe two or three, two times. And then the third time I paid my friend for him to mail it down and the package never showed up. And I was like, well, that's the end of my business. That was a lot of money. It just went down the drain. Uh, there's no way I can get that back. And my, my drug selling enterprise is crumbled (laughs) after that. Short lived, but you know, you got stories. Um, yeah, were you sweating? Yeah. Did you think it was the cops or who did you think it was? Did you think somebody just no, grabbed it? No. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it is in the mail. What type of guy takes a pound of weed or whatever he finds in the mail and goes and delivers it to the cops? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Then I did that in college. We found, I worked at the UPS store 
<laughs> and uh, we found four ounces, and we turned in an ounce. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good for you for turning in an ounce. Well, we our bosses were like, they, the, the two owners were real straight conservative, and they kind of figured out what we were doing. So we're like, there's an ounce. And he's like, let's go call cops. We're like, okay. And we're like moving three ounces out the back door. It was so good, too. Somebody was, I never thought of, like, like years later, somebody was like, it, did it? Did it bother you that <laughs> someone didn't get their weed? And I was like, no, no, it does not bother yeah. me at all. That's just like, I've had packages not arrive. Yeah, so it's exactly. like, that's you're playing exactly. a dangerous game. Yeah. And most of the time, it's just like dickheads like me who are just like stoners with a shitty job. Yeah. Like, hey, this one smells like the stuff we like. Yeah. So, I mean, I got I got offers and stuff, but I never, I never really, I, I was not in the weed game. That wasn't for me. Not, You're not trying not to Pablo Escobar it or anything? <laughs> no. No, I knew that from an early age. I couldn't keep a cactus alive in my dorm room. There's no <laughs> way I'm growing weed. <laughs> yeah. Did you, like in high school and stuff, did you end up on farms or anything like that? Um, I didn't see that side too much because, I mean, I had friends who had, I, I had family friends maybe. They would even try and hide it a little bit, but you see some of their plants. Um, if you hike, um, there's, there's, uh, this, this trail called the lost coast down in Southern Humboldt. And, um, and if you go all the way through that, I did that before. And you go at one point you go through a weed farm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you know that that coast is part of it then? Is it just, is it like a shrine of weed and you pull it aside and then you're like, oh, the lost coast. <laughs> yeah, that's how you get lost, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think growing up, really, I was scared of them because you you just hear people have guns and they don't want people up in their farms. And you don't you don't usually stumble onto a big farm. You know, they're mostly in in Southern Humboldt. Um, in like Garberville or Alder Point, like all these places that are like, you got to go up some side road for an hour before you get to a big farm, you know? So, and I was, I was scared to be honest. Yeah. I, the last thing I wanted to do was stumble upon someone's farm that I didn't know, you know? What kind of like, cause that thing in Murder Mountain was like, they, they talk about it real quick, and you think that's kind of going to be what the documentary is about. It's like all yeah. the missing people in Humboldt. Was that something you were aware of, too, growing up? It's like, hey, people come here and fucking disappear because it's like... I just think as, as a parent, I would have been like, y'all just... Yeah, I mean, I think as as you can I, those, the people who are disappearing are usually the people coming from out of town. Um, and... You know, it wasn't there wasn't anyone from my high school or anyone I knew really going disappearing. Um, I'm sure there there's probably stories of people acting like idiots and going out to no middle of nowhere and and getting fucked up. But for us, it was like you know, it wasn't so much about about disappearing. It was just like you know, we didn't and we didn't hear those stories as much either because it was pre-internet age and stuff. You know, so. So it was just more just like, look, these right. guys out there who are, who are, these guys have guns. And if you're on their property, they, they're going to think you're stealing shit and they're going to shoot at you. You know, that was just the thought. So it was just like, just stay away from those guys. And that's what I did. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, those guys. There's yeah, there's some mountains where I was raised where it was like, don't go to that. Yes. One. There's guys up there with guns, and they want to shoot you. They're like need a reason, and you're like, yeah. yeah. There's no, even areas and cities it, that are exactly like that too. So you know. Mm. <laughs> No, no, cities are safe. Yeah, I mean, but you run into those guys like cities in town and stuff too. Yeah, they're just looking to start shit with you, you know? Yes, yes, yes. It is a vibe. I remember the first time in a city I, I approached somebody. I was like, oh, yeah. there's like yeah. white people here. But Humboldt's okay. got the other right. side too. Like, I remember I got citizens arrested it's in Humboldt one time in high school. Um, me and my friends were having like a fake. We're doing, we're having like a fake car chase. Like I was pretending to chase him in my car. He was in his car. He was like pretending to take fake turns, you know, and take going the other way, just being dumb high schoolers. And, um, some guy decided that we were driving recklessly. Yeah. And so he, I forget some, for some reason I turned into a driveway that was kind of like a dead end, like as a joke. And this guy just pulled in right behind me and wouldn't let me out. And he's like, you wait right here. I'm calling the cops. I was like, what? <laughs> what are you doing, man? And so, and so he called the cops, and um, the cops came, and I was freaking out because I had just gotten back from Reggae on the River, which is like the big festival in Humboldt. And, um, and I had my pipe in my car and a little bit of weed, so I was like kind of freaking out. Um, but the cop comes and is like, uh, all right, sir, we can't do anything. You said you saw this guy <laughs> drive recklessly. <laughs> all right. Uh, and then, and then they made you go. But like, that's the funny part. It's like, you got like such the liberal, the, the super liberal, super uptight, like clearly came from some place where they're super, uh, raised maybe super religious or something like that. They're super just strong type people. And now they come to Humboldt and try and be the most, mm-hmm. live the most laid back. But their version of laid back is the most uptight laid back you've ever seen, you know? Uh, oh my God. Their ponytails pulled yeah. so tight, the guys. Yeah. You know, the guy. <laughs> it's fucking, it's crazy. It's crazy. You run into a lot of dudes like that. Yes, Where exactly. I come from, I am late. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's a trip, man. That's a that's the thing. I think for us growing up, um, me and my friends, it was like, you know, you have you have we had like the cowboys and farming's real big up there. So you had that whole those people, and we knew we weren't like that. We knew we weren't like the meth heads. Um, and and then the super the super crazy like other side of like the, the dudes who were hula hooping for hours in parks every day you know where it's like <laughs> we're not like that either you know maybe more aligned politically with that side but that's not what we think is cool you know and <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, we also want to do nothing exactly. but not that nothing. exactly so um so we were just kind of like yeah yeah we we felt it felt like a little bit uh, like a weird isolating kind of feeling to just have like all these big demographics that you don't really feel like you're a part of at all, you know, which is, which is weird. No, I can't imagine. Were there sports? I mean, I know there are sports, but it's like, I went and watched, uh, yeah. Long Beach state play. Humboldt State, and 
That's uh, it. Just it. It made me laugh the whole time. I was just like, "Look at these stoners, man! Just so good at basketball. These guys are good." And then I was just laughing. I was like, "No, I bet one of them smokes weed because they're all like super focused. You know, like they're really good, but there's just like in your head, you're just like, "Look at these potheads, man! Just competing with yeah. these long, these real college athletes. Look at them, giving a shit." And you're just like, "No, there's just yeah." There's yeah, I mean, no, Humble State had a pretty good basketball team. And also, it, it, now we're learning that all these NBA players are, are smoking weed the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could have told you that. Like, I used to, if I, when I played junior college baseball, if I needed to get drugs, <laughs> I went to the basketball team. That's who had drugs. <laughs> yeah. They had drugs and pussy. Makes sense. It's just it makes tall, sense. Yeah. Skinny black dudes. That's where the pussy goes. <laughs> That's where I go if I was pussy. Like, hey, these guys are cool. Laid back. They got it's all the no drugs. Brainer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on. And their joints hurt a lot because they're right. like giants. Right. They're not real Just people. Sprinting you know on mean? giant so bodies, jumping, the highest impact. If you want to, it's it's never more clear that they are uh, ill, if you want to say it, because like if you look at other, especially now that we're like in our thir- late thirties and forties, uh, you look at. Mm-hmm. college kids they look like children and then you look <laughs> yes. at college athletes and you're like that dude looks yes, older than dude. me that you're 100 right there's some me. athletes that they look like 40 they, yeah they look like they're in their 50s <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he's like he's been buying beer since he was seven look at that what guy. was that greg odom or whatever Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, and then he died at 45. Greg yeah, Odom like, always yeah, looked to. like he was like fucking in his 50s, even when he was playing basketball. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, it's insane, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, that old man's good. Oh my god! And then you see him in high school too, and they're like two and a half feet taller than everyone they're playing with. You know, like Zion Williamson in high school. It's oh insane. God. There was a there was a McDonald's All American yeah. in our region in high school. His name was Vincent Yarbrough, and he was just like one of those like like Zion, where yeah. like when he would come to our gymnasium, it'd be sold out. There's people from all over to come watch, but he would he already signed with somebody his junior year, and and so his senior year he would just like half ass it until trying to get his friends signed. And then when if the game got close, oh, he would just like flip a switch, and it was like a. It was, it was like, oh yeah, there's an NBA player playing. Holy sh! And it, they would be up like twenty five points yeah. in three minutes, and you're just like, I don't. God, that, was be, that feels so good. The coolest thing I've ever seen. But it was cool to watch. You're just like, <laughs> just dunk on all my children, friends, kill them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think this is we've come. We we've, did the things. We did it, you guys. Yeah, are you guys humble? Try. Are you guys doing like a, a thirty-eight so, podcast series on a, Humboldt? Yeah. 
It's season two. All about humble. It's gonna be about twenty or so episodes. Oh shit! Yeah, we did twenty or so episodes about Eugene. Yeah, yeah I, got, I told Billy season. last night Eugene's so. the best weed I've ever smoked. It was in Eugene. We'll see you next week. What? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. When was this? This was like a, maybe five five years ago. Did you get it from a comedian? No, my friend worked at a dispensary up there or something oh, like that. Oh, okay. And, and it was like weed. And he also took Keefe in a cup and he put the buds in and shook it all up. So it was, mm. it was yeah, Keefe covered buds. <laughs> yeah, Moon Rocks, right. <laughs> it was nuts. It was nuts. But it was fantastic. That's dope. Even unsolicited, not even my weed. And we can say that there is the best weed in the world as Eugene. Look, Humboldt had it for a long time, but global warming is moving that north, moving that perfect <laughs> climate is going north pretty soon. Pretty soon. You better, you better get to Seattle quick. Oh, shit. I got to move. So true. No, everyone. No, let's burn Seattle down. <laughs> I guess they Give do. Give it back yeah. to the natives because they deserve it. Yeah, they do. Um, no, I went. Up, Cornell and I did Brooks's uh, camping show, and we were we were smoking some some herb. And he said that then he's like, because I was I think I was telling you about. It, I was like, I've got some stuff from Eugene, my friend, and you and he just goes, "It's the best weed. Oregon has the best weed." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a dude." Red beard agrees to too. That. Yeah, I, I remember. It's well. That's that. They're after different stuff. That's what we're figuring out. Yeah. I, I remember the first time I smoked shit. Red Beard Humble. out on my stuff. He was like, "What? What? Huh?" And I was like, "This guy, really? Shit! All right." <laughs> yeah, that's saying something, dude. That guy is <laughs> one big walking bud. He's like the Marshmallow Man made out of weed. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a great. Description. That's very accurate. Mike, what are you growing? Uh, what are you SSC growing this week? Already Mike? sold out. Speaking of your good shit, um, it's basically already gone. Ah! I'm sorry. It's 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 already. It's okay. That's like, <laughs> what am I gonna do? Fly. Like, you okay, know, somebody wait. may or may not have a little bit of it, and it may or may not be on their personage. When I meet up with you guys in Humboldt next week, um, probably not though because that would be illegal. But right. <laughs> hey, are we gonna have to just edit that out? Why did you even say that? I was like, wait, when is the podcast coming out? Will I be down there already or no? Um, shit. So yeah, I guess I'm not doing that. Yes. Um, yes. But yeah, so we got. <laughs> I know. I forgot. Protect um, you, dude. You have. Oh, what am I growing on? <laughs> Sorry, Cornell. We usually do this without our guest. Well, we finally got the SSC out, and it's completely gone. It's um, yeah, it's just gone. I'm sorry. It. Oh, good. Good. I'm not. I'm upset, but I'm happy for you. You know what I mean. It's, it so the craziest thing is when we harvested that, we had another 
uh, type that was the papaya cake, and it just makes our entire facility just reek of papaya. Like, it legit just smells like there's a bunch of papaya, like, rinds just in the bag. <laughs> it's so fucking good. But it tested out good, at 20%. That's nice. When the SSC tested out at 35%. So everybody went for the SSC, and I'm like, nah, you got you to do the papaya cake, man. And, you yeah. know, all that's out at White Label. Those guys will be having the stuff, the Herbal Center Next Level. They, they're going to they're gonna fucking do it. That's a funny. I mean, it was like twenty percent not going to get them why, high. Like, like what? Like twenty percent is a lot of THC. <laughs> 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 to me, the papaya cake actually gets me more high than the SSC, and I think it is because it just stinks so much better. It has a whole entire different terpene profile, but mm. yeah, by by Oregon standards, twenty is low. <laughs> <laughs> telling you. God damn. You guys, we're also trying to educate people on this podcast. Yeah. Like, Stop well, doing that. Well, that's what I was saying is like but the papaya can't. hits way harder than the fucking SSC. So, yeah. You just got you to gotta come up and get some. So, well, you can, hey. If I don't know if you guys have been getting if you get emails and stuff from like uh you can fly into Eugene, Oregon from from like uh-huh. oh, yeah. Frontier oh, yeah. and what's the other one? Allegiant. Holy <laughs> shit right now. They're just like yeah, it's like yeah, eleven dollars sure. like... one way. There was a Frontier one a month ago that was literally a hundred percent off. You just paid the taxes. I was like, you guys, this is that's a setup. I was like, that's, I think I tweeted that. I was like, this is some government Dude, experiment. Tick, They're tickets doing to fly home to this Philadelphia for Christmas, blackout type of dates, are going for only $300. It's fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah, but I like that you call it blackout. That's what Not just that today, Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> it's also on Tuesdays. No, <laughs> <laughs> Cornell, what do you do? You have anything um, to plug? Yeah, or yeah. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Cornezy, C-O-R-N-E-E-Z-Y. Um, I got uh, I got a podcast called The Question Guys. My friend Joe, that we just we just ask stupid questions. Um, that's fun. And then I got another podcast called corn NN. That's my podcast. Um, it's like the first, uh, daytime television for your ears. So it's like a podcast. We do a judge show. We do, um, a Dr. Phil style show. We do, uh, um, nature. We do a bunch of different shows. So check that out too. And, um, and then hopefully watch me do stand up sometime in the future. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> me neither I'm not counting yeah, on doing neither. stand up ever again like all these guys with their hope I'm like you guys I'm, yeah. no I'll start yeah, one, completely one focus on again, everything maybe. else it's right now I don't think it. yeah but we will see you in Humboldt next week 
because we're going back up there to do season the second half of season two. So hum. So if you, we're trying to get Southern Humboldt because so hum because we did Northern Humboldt and then everybody's like, you guys yeah. talk to some Southern Humboldt's where the weed is at. And yeah, I didn't even yeah, really talk about Reggae on the River, which is, should be a whole. Oh, we should have <laughs> had them talk about that. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, it's basically. Their we can version talk to him next week there. if we want to. We can do another. It's episode. the second oldest reggae festival besides Sunshower in Kingston. You... Yeah, yeah. Weird. Um, that's crazy. We should do next week when we're up there. Can we interview you Absolutely. when we hang out and do a dime bag about the Absolutely. reggae? Absolutely, let's do it. That's our Patreon. Oh, that's dude, I got a bunch episode. of good stories from reggae, dude. You would, uh... <laughs> oh, that's, that's fucking perfect. That'll be behind the Patreon, motherfuckers. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, it's Lee. Thank you, as always. Mike, uh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he got sad. That's funny. You guys are the best. We're going to Humboldt. Uh, we got a great episode coming up. We've been me and it's it's so good, you guys. It's taken me like three weeks to listen to it, like four or five times. The Nando we have to one. still edit some stuff. It's, oh yes, it's the best. It's, yes. and I don't mean this derogatory to the other oh, to the other people. It's I was about to be so excited. I was um, about to subscribe to your podcast right now. And he kind of just like, <laughs> my, we can't use that because I can't make fun of Nando. So like I was like hyping the fucking thing. Love you guys. All right. Grow your own, you stupid assholes. Grow your own. All right, me too. All right, I'm hitting stop. Um, I didn't see that side too much because I mean, I had friends who had, I, I had family friends, maybe they would even try and hide it a little bit, but you see some of their plants. Um, if you hike, um, there's, there's, uh, this, this trail called the lost coast down in Southern Humboldt. And, um, and if you go all the way through that, I did that before. And you go at one point you go through a weed farm, um, <laughs> yeah yeah how do you know that that coast is part of it then is it just is it like a shrine of weed and you pull it aside and then you're like oh the lost coast <laughs> yeah that's how you get lost man <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah i mean i think growing up really i was scared of them because you you just hear people have guns and they don't want people up in their farms and you don't you don't usually stumble onto a big farm, you know. They're mostly in in Southern Humboldt, um, in like Garberville or Alder Point, like all these places that are like you got to go up some side road for an hour before you get to a big farm, you know. So, and I was I was scared to be honest. Yeah. I, the last thing I wanted to do was stumble upon someone's farm that I didn't know. What kind of like because. That thing in Murder Mountain was like, they they talk about it real quick, and you think that's kind of going to be what the documentary is about. It's like all yeah. the missing people in Humboldt. 
Was that something you were aware of too growing up? It's like, hey, people come here and fucking disappear because it's like, I just think as as a parent, I would have been like, y'all just yeah. I mean, I think those the people who are disappearing are usually the people coming from out of town, Um, and you know, wasn't there wasn't anyone from my high school or anyone I knew really going disappearing. Um, I'm sure there, there's probably stories of people acting like idiots and going out to no middle of nowhere and, and getting fucked up. But for us, it was like, you know, it wasn't so much about, about disappearing. It was just like, you know, we didn't, and we didn't hear those stories as much either because it was pre-internet age and stuff, you know? So, so it was just more just like, look, these guys out there who are, who are, these guys have guns and if you're on their property, they're going to think you're stealing shit and they're going to shoot at you. You know, that was just the thought. So it's just like, just stay away from those guys. And that's what I did. Yeah. Those guys there's, yeah, there's some mountains where I was raised where it was like, don't go to that. There's guys up there with guns and they want to shoot you. But there's Uh, even areas and cities that are exactly like that too. So, you know, no, (laughs) no cities are safe. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but you run into those guys like in town and stuff too. Yeah, they're just looking to start shit with you. (laughs) Yes, yes, it is a vibe. I remember the first time in a city, I I approached somebody. I was like, "Oh, there's like fight people here." Okay, all right. Yeah, but Humboldt's got the other side too. Like I remember, I got citizens arrested in Humboldt one time in high school. Um, Me and my friends were having like a fake. We're doing, we're having like a fake car chase. Like I was pretending to chase him in my car. He was in his car. He was like pretending to take fake turns, you know, and take going the other way, just being dumb high schoolers. And, um, some guy decided that we were driving recklessly. And so he, I forget some, for some reason I turned into a driveway that was kind of like a dead end, like as a joke. And this guy just pulled in right behind me and wouldn't let me out. And he's like, you wait right here. I'm calling the cops. I was like, what? what are you doing, man? <laughs> and so, and so he called the cops and, um, the cops came and I was freaking out cause I had just gotten back from reggae on the river, which is like the big festival in humble. And, um, and I had my pipe in my car and it's a little bit of weed. So I was like kind of freaking out. Um, but the cop comes and is like, uh, all right, sir, we can't do anything. <laughs> you said you saw this guy drive recklessly. All right. Uh, and then, and then it made you go, but like, that's the funny part. It's like, you got like such the liberal, the, the super liberal, super uptight, like clearly came from some place where they're super, uh, raised, maybe super religious or something like that. They're super just strong, tight people. And now they come to Humboldt and try and be the most live, the most laid back, but their version of laid back is the most uptight laid back you've ever seen, you know? Uh, oh my yeah. God. Their yeah. ponytails pulled so tight, the guys, you know, they got, it's fucking, it's crazy. It's crazy. You run into a lot of dudes like that. Where I come from, I am like yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's a trip, man. That's the, that's the thing. I think for us growing up, um, me and my friends, it was like, you know, you have, you have, we had like the cowboys and farming's real big up there. So you had that whole, those people, and we knew we weren't like that. We knew we weren't like the meth heads. Um, and, and then the super, the super crazy, like 
other side of like the, the dudes who are hula hooping for hours in parks every day, you know, where it's like, we're not like that either, you know, maybe more aligned politically with that side, but that's not what we think is cool, you know, and we also want to do nothing, <laughs> yes, but not exactly. that nothing. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, so we were just kind of like, yeah, yeah, we, we felt, it felt like a little bit, uh, like a weird isolating kind of feeling to just have like all these big demographics that you don't really feel like you're a part of at all, you know, which is, which is weird. No, I can't imagine where there's sports. I mean, I know oh, there yeah. are sports, but it's like I went and watched uh, Long Beach State play Humboldt State. Yeah. And that's how it just it, – it made me laugh the whole time. I was just like, look at these stoners, man. Just so good at basketball. These guys are good. And then I was just laughing. I was like, no, I bet one of them smokes weed because they're all like super focused. <laughs> yeah. You know, like they're really good. But there's just like in your head, you're just like, look at these potheads, man. Just competing with these long, these real college athletes. Look at them. Giving yeah. the shit. And you're just like, oh, there's just, there's people up there not even, yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, Humble, Humble State had a pretty good basketball team. And also, it, it, now we're learning that all these NBA players are, are smoking weed the whole time. Oh, I could have told you that. Like, I used to, if I, when I played junior college baseball, what if I needed to get drugs, I went to the I told Billy last night, Eugene's the best weed I've ever smoked. It was in Eugene. What? Yeah, I think so, yeah. When was this? This was like a, maybe five five years ago. Did you get it from a comedian? No, my friend worked at a dispensary up there or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. And and it was like weed. And he also took Keef in a cup and he put the buds in and shook it all up. So it was, mm. it was yeah, Keef-covered buds <laughs> yeah moon rocks right <laughs> it was nuts it was nuts but it was fantastic That's dope even unsolicited not even my weed and we can say that there is the best weed in the world as eugene look humboldt had it for a long time but global warming is moving that north <laughs> yeah, that moving is. that perfect <laughs> <laughs> climate is going north That's pretty so soon <laughs> Pretty soon, you better you better get to no, Seattle quick. Everyone, shit, no, <laughs> I got to move. And <laughs> <laughs> give it back to the natives because they deserve it. No, I went. Up, Cornell and I did Brooks's uh, camping show, and we were we were smoking some some herb, and he said that. Then he's like. Because I was, I think I was telling you about. It. I was like, I've got some stuff from Eugene, my friend, and you're, and he just goes, "It's the best way. Oregon has the best way." And I was like, "Yeah, that's a dude from Humboldt saying that." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Red Beard agrees too. I, I remember the first time I smoked Red Beard out on my stuff. He was like, "What? 
what? Huh? And I was like, this guy? Really? Shit, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's saying something, dude. That guy is <laughs> one big walking bud. He's like the marshmallow man made out of weed. That's a, that's a great description. <laughs> that's very accurate. Mike, what are you growing? What are you growing this week, Mike? Speaking of your good shit. Well, we finally got the SSC out, and it's completely gone. Ugh. It's um, good. Yeah, it's just gone. Good. I'm not. I'm, I'm upset, but I'm happy for it, you. You know what I mean? It's it should be gone immediately, but I'm just uh, being selfish. So the craziest thing is when we harvested that, we had another uh, type that was the papaya cake, and it just makes our entire facility just reek of papaya. Like it legit just smells like there's a bunch of papaya like. That smells rhymes good though. That's just nice. In the bag. <laughs> It's so fucking good. But it tested out at 20% when the SSC tested out at 35%. So everybody went for the SSC and I'm like, nah, you got you got to do the papaya cake, man. And yeah. you know, all that's out at white label. Those guys will be having the stuff, the herbal center next level. They they're going they're going white white like that's a funny I mean Go ahead, Cornell. It was like 20% not going to get them high. Like what like twenty percent is a lot of THC. <laughs> 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 to me, the papaya cake actually gets me more high than the SSC, and I think it is because it just stinks so much better. It has a whole entire different terpene profile, but mm. yeah, by by Oregon standards, twenty is low. <laughs> you guys, God, we're also yeah. trying to educate people on this podcast to be like, stop doing that. <laughs> well, and that's what I was saying is like the papaya hits way harder than the fucking SSC. So, yeah, guess you just got you got to come up and get. Well, some, you so. can. Hey, if I don't know if you guys have been getting if you get emails and stuff from like uh, you can fly into Eugene, Oregon from from like, was it Frontier? And what's the other one? Allegiant. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, holy yeah. shit. Right now. They're just like it's like. Eleven dollars one way. <laughs> Cornell, what do you do? You have anything to plug or promote, or where can they find you and all that? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Corneezy, C-O-R-N-E-E-Z-Y. Um, I got a, uh, I got a podcast called The Question Guys. My friend Joe, that we just we just ask stupid questions. Um, that's fun. And then I got another podcast called Corn N.N. That's my podcast. Um, it's like the first uh, daytime television for your ears. So it's like a podcast. We do a judge show. We do um, a Dr. Phil style show. We do uh, um, nature. We do a bunch of different shows. So check that out too. And um, and then hopefully watch me do stand-up sometime in the future. Hopefully. <laughs> I'm not counting on doing stand-up ever again. Me neither. Yeah, like all these guys with their hope, I'm like, you guys, no, I'll start when one day again, maybe. But right I'm, now, yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah, completely focus on everything else. But we will see you in Humboldt next week. Yeah. We're going back up there to do season, the second half of season two. So if you, we're trying to get Southern Humboldt because so hum, so because hum. we did Northern Humboldt. And then everybody's like, you guys want to talk to some goobers? Go down to Dern and we're like, yeah, yeah we do. We Southern Humboldt's where the weed is at. And, yeah, I didn't even really talk about reggae on the river, which should be a whole... <laughs> oh, we should have had them talk about <laughs> it. We can talk to him next week if we want to. We can do another... Uh, 
I mean, it's basically their version. Of Why country. don't we? It's meet the you? second oldest reggae festival besides Sun Shower in Kingston. Weird. Um, that's yeah. crazy. We yeah. should do next week when we're up there. Can we interview you when we hang out and do a dime bag about the reggae festival? That's Absolutely. our Patreon. That's a Patreon episode. Absolutely, let's do it. Oh, Thank dude, I got a bunch record. of good stories from reggae, dude. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> fucking perfect. <laughs> That'll be behind the Patreon, motherfuckers. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, it's Lee. Thank you, as always. Mike, uh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> he got sad. That was funny. <laughs> All right, grow your own. <laughs>